Hello and welcome to GBM Media Podcast from Grace Baptist Mission. You're about to hear Serving Today, a programme for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in any form of Bible teaching or discipling others, perhaps one-to-one or in a small setting, whatever the age group, Serving Today will be helpful to a wide range of believers. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Andrew Cook and I'm glad to have your company once more. The Spirit World, Graham Jones continues with the series. At the moment, here on Serving Today, we're thinking about the Spirit World. And in case you missed them, here are a couple of clips from the series so far. It is not by the world of angels and demons that we come to the living God. It's only through the Lord Jesus Christ. A good angel will point us to the Lord Jesus. The Bible shows we are not to worship angels. We must not consult the living dead or the spirit world. We listen only to Jesus and read his word. Well, Graham Jones, who was speaking there, joins us now to introduce what we're going to be looking at this time. Today, we'll be looking at spiritual warfare and how Jesus was victorious. Spiritual warfare is the warfare that God wages against his enemies, both human and spiritual. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 3, God is the divine warrior. God promised victory over Satan at the time when Adam and Eve sinned. In Genesis 3, we read that Adam and Eve listened to Satan and disobeyed God. And so sin came into the world. Sin is rebellion against God, and so God judged Satan. God said in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, And I will put enmity between you, that is Satan, and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. God said there would be conflict between Satan and those who follow him, and the offspring of the woman who love and follow the one true living God. This conflict has continued throughout human history. If you have faith in the Lord Jesus, you are on God's side in this spiritual warfare. In this verse, God also promised that one of Eve's descendants would crush, that's destroy, Satan, although in the process he would be hurt. God is telling us about the coming of Jesus to defeat the evil one. Jesus, God's son, came to defeat Satan. The main way that Jesus did this was paying for sin by dying on the cross for sinners. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, we read, The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. In Jesus, God is victorious over Satan, sin and death. In Jesus, God defeats the evil one. In Jesus, God rescues a people for himself. This is spiritual warfare, God's warfare against Satan and evil. The victory of Jesus over Satan is seen throughout the life of Jesus and supremely in the death of Jesus. And so we'll look at the life, the death, the resurrection and the exaltation of Jesus.
Firstly, we see the victory of Jesus over Satan during his life. Jesus was victorious in his life when he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan. God allowed Satan to tempt Jesus. Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And each time Jesus answers Satan's temptations by quoting the scriptures. He continued to trust in God. When Adam and Eve were tempted by Satan, they fell. But Jesus, when he was tempted by Satan, he triumphed over Satan. When the children of Israel were tested in the wilderness on the way to the promised land, they sinned. But Jesus, when he was tested, he triumphed over Satan. When we face temptations to sin, to consult the living dead, to think God is not being good to us, we, like our Saviour Jesus, need to pray and encourage ourselves in God's word. We can be strengthened against Satan's temptations by following the example of Jesus. But also Jesus was victorious in his life when he cast out demons and the unclean spirits. The Gospels show Jesus driving out demons. In Mark chapter 1, verses 27 and 34, we read this. The people were also amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to evil spirits and they obey him. Jesus also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Jesus was also victorious in his life by proclaiming the truth. In John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus called Satan a liar. But Jesus is the truth. He's full of grace and truth. He said in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus came to testify to the truth. In John chapter 18, verse 37, he said before Pilate, You are right in saying I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. We must not listen to Satan's lies. We must listen to the teaching of Jesus. We must read the Bible for ourselves. We must obey what God shows us in his word. But we must also speak the truth. We must not get involved in deception, in lies and untruths. That's the pathway that follows Satan. Jesus is victorious by declaring God's truth. So you've shown Jesus' victory during his earthly life. And secondly, we see the victory of Jesus over Satan by his death on the cross. The main way that Jesus defeated Satan was at the cross. Let us read Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 through to 15. When you were dead in your sins, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having counselled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. 
he took it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Paul is teaching that at the cross, God both forgives our sins and frees us from Satan's power. These two things go together. At the cross, God forgives our sins because Jesus paid for our sins. In those verses from Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, Paul says that we're dead in sin until God makes us alive spiritually in Jesus Christ. When we sin, we disobey God's law. We're in debt to God. It's like an IOU. We owe God because of our sins. But the Bible shows that Jesus never sinned. He always kept God's law. So when Jesus died, he paid off the debt of our sins. God took our sin, the the written code against us, our IOU, and nailed it to the cross. Our sins are paid for by the death of Jesus, who dies in our place, and so we are forgiven. And that leads to the next point. Yes, at the cross, God also frees us from Satan's power. Because Jesus triumphed over the powers and authorities. In Colossians 2 verse 15, when Paul says the powers and authorities, it's another way of speaking about Satan and his demons. At the cross, Jesus triumphed over Satan and his demons. Satan's weapon against us is the fact that we commit sins. Our sin brings about our enslavement to the dominion of darkness, where Satan reigns. As sinners, we belong to Satan and his kingdom. And Satan knows that God will punish sin. Satan used the fact that we commit sins to accuse us before God. But at the cross, God cancels that IOU, our sins. So Satan has lost his power over us. And how does Paul portray Satan's defeat? In Colossians 2 verse 15, the victory of Jesus over Satan is described as disarming the powers and authorities. Jesus takes away Satan's power. It says that Jesus made a public spectacle of them, showing everyone that Satan is a beaten enemy. And it says Jesus triumphed over them by the cross. It's a a picture of a victor leading the defeated enemies in chains into the market square. These three phrases show that Satan has been defeated at the cross, as that is where sin is paid for. A Christian believer is both forgiven their sins and freed from bondage to Satan. As Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 and 15 says, Jesus shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. At the cross, Jesus destroys Satan's power 
and so frees us from Satan's grip. If you're trusting in Jesus, your life no longer needs to be lived in fear of Satan and his demons. Jesus at the cross has freed you. Hallelujah! Paul writes in Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, For God has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. How wonderful that God has rescued us from Satan's kingdom. And even more, God brings us into his kingdom, under the rule and reign of his Son, Jesus Christ. We're rescued from bondage to sin and Satan, and we have the forgiveness and new life of sins forgiven. If you're trusting in the Lord Jesus, you no longer belong to Satan's kingdom. You have victory over Satan in Jesus Christ. You no longer need to serve Satan and follow his ways. And Graham Jones will join us again for more on Jesus' victory at the cross. That's next time here on Serving Today. So this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye. May we each rest in our victorious Lord, Jesus Christ. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. Or email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.